Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. It's, I think, the second episode of 2019. So, welcome. Very glad to be here, podcast day ladies. How's everyone doing? How's 2019 for you so far? How's Capricorn season? I love Capricorn season so much. Like, I just focus so much on my life. And I hope this energy carries itself out to the rest of the year because I just feel so motivated every day and inspired and I feel like I've been stepping up like I don't know I just have had more video ideas and I just feel very good like a good mix of creative and like grind mode grind mode so I hope you can relate and if you can't just know it's possible you will get there um but I think something I'm gonna do I was actually thinking about this today Shut the fuck up. um I want to journal about this feeling and just what it feels like. You know, I think it's good to journal when you feel good and then maybe also when you are feeling down so you can kind of work that out. But it's good to journal when you are feeling really good and like, yes, because then you can reread it and kind of it'll bring you back to that feeling when maybe you're not feeling that way. So I definitely want to journal about just like this creativity I've been feeling and this like, yes, go, go, go. And I don't know, like it doesn't feel like too much. You know, because there's definitely, there was times last year where it just felt like everything was too much. And I was like, what's my life? Like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I just want to chill. But now I'm like, yes, bring it on. I already have some, like, trips planned for this year. Like, I'm just very excited. So, new year better me, ladies. Um, Also drinking a green tea. (laughs) So, I wanted to talk about something that seems like, well... Yeah, it seems like this happened so long ago, but I'm like, I didn't talk about this last week, so it's literally only been a week. Um, But I was kind of retweeting some stuff about this, and I shared it on my Instagram story just that I was watching it. But the R. Kelly docuseries aired this past week, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like it was not this past week. Like, it seems like way longer than that ago. But yeah, and I did watch, I think, the first four of them. I think there were six, and I watched four. And it just got kind of too much... And I don't know. Yeah, I didn't finish it. It was too much. And then also the platform that I was watching it on, there were ads like every 10 minutes. So it was kind of also frustrating. There'd be like five minutes of ads. So yeah. And then also I was like, okay, I really don't need to be putting myself through this anymore. Like I think I get it. And like, I don't need to just be constantly triggered. Um, But it was also just really interesting to see the timeline and to see people standing up for him like no one that i follow thank gosh i would unfollow actually there was like a couple guys and then i like unfollowed um but then also just everyone speaking out and yeah i guess i'll start with how how this is such an example of just how our society works and how you know the excuse for people to not do anything about allegations towards a celebrity or a person that's really well known when they are accused of abuse or sexual assault or things like that. It's like, oh, well, you know, they don't, you know, we don't want to ruin his career or we don't want to ruin his scholarship or we don't want to ruin this or that. But literally, R. Kelly was doing this shit for years and years and people would speak out, but then, like, it wasn't taken seriously. Like, he literally went to court and he got off, like, no charges. And all the people around him that were just either complicit or just doing what he said 
or were involved. Like, it's crazy how big of a scheme it was, almost, you know? Like, and it's just, again, such an example of just how our society works and how our society, like, what our society's values are, you know? Because this is, like, a really big example, and it's disgusting. Yeah, it's just... It's also just such a representation of so many other things. Um, so it's like careers are not ruined over this this shit. Like it's sad and disgusting how much these usually men are getting away with, especially when you are a person, you know, in power, you know, you have a big following, you're a celebrity. People aren't gonna wanna see you in that way. Like it was crazy they were showing how when he was going to court and stuff, he would still have fans he was like going to court for the sex tape quote unquote and it's like i think it's weird that they're calling it a sex tape but it was literally like an underage girl like she was 14 so that was weird like is this not i think he did go to court for like child pornography thank gosh even though it wasn't like i don't know but basically he still had these young girls that would come out like his fans would come and see him inside the courthouse and be like oh my god like i love you like i know you didn't do it and yeah, it's just, it's crazy when there's like an image of you out there. People don't want to believe that you're anything else or that you've done anything wrong. Um, so that was really interesting and disgusting. Um, and also all the people who were defending him were being like, well, I'm still going to listen to him. Like, I don't care. Like I can learn to separate the art from the artist. I saw a really good tweet a really accurate tweet that said um it's from q got no rings which i do follow it's a privileged position to say you separate art from artist or separate the art from the artist when the abused can't separate trauma from their person so it's like okay but what about all the people that he abused like and you're still supporting him and like funding his career and stuff and again there's so many other examples of different celebrities and singers and just people athletes who have had like who have done terrible things but people are just like well you know i still like love their work or like i'm such a big fan still so um yeah i guess we just kind of have to as a society as a society look at um our values and it's like do you really want to be supporting someone who does that to other people um and then another big part of the series and i guess just everyone talking about it and stuff is in a way how relatable it was because it brought up this whole issue of predators and guys who are not underage going for underage girls and it's crazy how much like me and some of my friends could relate like thinking back to when we were in high school underage like teenagers and how we did feel like flattered if an older guy showed us attention um or if you know, it's like, I don't want to talk to someone my age. Like, you like, I want someone in college. Like, I want someone older than me. And I guess how, you know, people, some people were looking at the girls, like the victims in this series and being like, oh, well, they were just like hoes or like, they were seeking that out. Like, it's their fault too. But when you're underage and you're young, it's like, you don't know. You just, you just don't know shit. Like, you don't know that it's like, this is a predator. You're just, think it's like oh an older guy's interested in me like must be because I'm pretty or like oh that's so cool and also just already in a society that's like on top of being in a society where you know we're taught as women to really value a man's opinion of us so imagine being like a teenager and you're already in such a 
vulnerable stage of life where you're like trying to figure out who you are and you have a lot of insecurities and then along with all these messages that like oh you need a man's approval like men like this like do your makeup for him like tips to drive him crazy and then like an older guy especially someone who's a celebrity or like really well known like bitch you're gonna be like shook and flattered because you're young and you don't know that that's like disgusting of him um but yeah and then there was also a tweet that was like check your bros that are like 20 21 22 23 going after these like young girls like 17 16 because that's predatory that's like predatory predatory behavior it's like why aren't you going for someone your own age you know like you want it's like they want that naivety you know they're more likely to like go along with shit because they don't know and thinking back to when i was young like yeah you don't know knowing now no, no. What I, if I could go back with what I know now, <laughs> bitch, like, you just have learned a lot about saying no and, you know, I guess looking at things from that perspective, like, what is this man's intentions with me and all of that. Like, that's another thing that was also kind of brought up is that we don't empower women to be able to make the choice to say no. And again, looking back to when I was younger and even like recently and, Uh, friends experiences and stuff it's sometimes you just don't know how to say no to someone especially in a very you know situation where it's already kind of maybe uncomfortable or you're not you've never had an experience like this before like it's going to be weird for you to say no especially if the other person or all the people around you are acting like it's normal or like why aren't you doing this um so yeah I just thought that was very interesting and yeah, the timeline was definitely crazy, and it was just also, yeah, it was kind of disgusting, just all the people that were like, it's not a big deal, what do you mean, like, these girls are hoes, like, it's like, let's look at patriarchy, let's look at slut-shaming, let's look at all of these things that are in play, and you're just kind of buying into that and going with that dialogue, and I guess, like, narrative almost, Um, so it's like, would I recommend you watch it if you want, but it was also very heavy and triggering and it's like just if you want. If you did watch it though, or you kind of took part in the conversation on social media, I would love to hear your thoughts about all of this. Um, unless your thoughts are, I separate the art from the artist, then I don't give a fuck, like block me. Anyway, on to a more, kind of a more light subject, sipping that tea. Yeah, leave me your thoughts. I don't know. I don't. I wish I had like a concluding a concluding statement, but it was just kind of disgusting and appalling, and makes me more scared to be a woman in this country. Okay. Anyway, um, I've been reading more of the book Pussy by Regina Thomas Shower. Lol. Um, and okay, these are my thoughts. So, you guys know I read the book Come as You Are, and that, that book was so good to me, and it was very science-based and it wasn't okay so like the thing about this book and I guess the difference between the two is that this book pussy is a little more almost cringy at times to me like I'm not someone I know some people are like this like I don't like I'm not so overly spiritual and like sometimes some of the things that she says or the examples I don't know 
it's a little cringy to me, but I'm able to get through it because I do like the bottom line and the overall message of it. But like Come As You Are was very science-based, very just practical, factual, but still entertaining, easy to read. This is just a little too like, oh, like what's a, I'm trying to find an example so you know what I mean. But she's like, listen to your pussy. What does she want? Like, you need to listen to her and all of her divine power. And it's like, okay, like, I feel you, but, like, I'm cringing. Because that is just, relax. You know? It's like, relax. So I would definitely, if you're going to, like, choose one to read, I guess, I would definitely say read Come As You Are. But this does still have some good ideas. And, again, the overall message of just women empowerment and sexual empowerment. And I was actually just at the part, I'm, like, halfway through it. I was actually just at the part where she's talking about um, making sure that you are getting pleasure as well and, like, the difference between men orgasming and, like, women and all of that. So, yeah, on one hand, it's like, okay, I feel you, but then on the other hand, it's like, I what's with all the extra shit, you know? Like, it's just not my vibe. If that's your vibe, you're going to love it. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Come as you are, that was like so good. Definitely read that one. Um, this is this is serious, you guys. So I tweeted, "Who's more of a hoe, the guy who follows four thousand plus people on Instagram, or the guy that keeps his ratio like he only follows like under ninety people?" And a lot of people on Twitter replied to this and said 90, obviously. And then I did an Instagram poll and 4,001, like barely, it was like 53%, but like it won. So I'm like, what? And okay, let's, let's just talk about it because I thought this, it's just very interesting. So I feel like the guy that follows over 4,000 people, like he just, Maybe he's a little more messy. Like, he's just going to follow any bitch that he sees shaking her ass on Instagram. He's going to follow, like, every bitch he meets at a party. And he keeps his options open and he replies to, like, all of their stories. But it's like, how do you even keep up at that point? I couldn't even follow, like, a thousand people on Instagram. Like, that's just too many. It's like, how do you keep track? Um, So maybe he's a little messier. Like, he's just like, what? If he's interested in you, he'll, like type in your username to like watch your story maybe and like like some like aspects but then the guy with like his ratio like following under 90 people it's like he won't follow you but then he'll like type in your name to search you to dm you and maybe he likes one pick every few months but he won't follow you even if you follow him like he won't follow you and maybe he's like he's definitely very more so concerned with like his Instagram and maybe he's like a model or like in the industry. This is like real, like I've experienced so many guys like this in LA. Um, but maybe they have like fans also, or like girls that, you know, he, he loves a thirst trap basically, but the guy following over 4,000, you know, he has like a blurry pic of like his food with the flash and like he either doesn't put a filter on it or puts like a Instagram preset filter. It's like a selfie of him and his bro from like 2009. And he's like, TBT. Like, it's just not cute. But it's like still a hoe. I guess it's just like different. But 
I just also thought it was interesting the demographic. Like Twitter, everyone was like 90, definitely. What are your thoughts? Leave a comment down below. Like I don't I want an extensive review. I don't like the I don't want a poll anymore. I need to hear your thoughts. I need like a detailed essay, like why do you think four thousand or ninety? But like have you guys ever experienced that where someone doesn't follow you but they'll like look you up to reply to your story or something? It's like why? They're like we should link soon. And it's like you don't even follow me. Why would I want to link with someone who doesn't even follow me? So let me know your thoughts. And I guess now that I've explained it, I'm like, I guess they're both hoes in their different ways. But my initial answer was definitely 90. And then also there was a tweet I saw, who cheats more, the guy that posts his wife or like girlfriend or the guy who doesn't? Loki, I feel like the guy who does. Because <laughs> he like, he's trying to make her feel good. So he posts her, but then he's like still cheating. Very interesting to say the least. Um, wow. Yeah, but I've just been super feeling super good recently and I just have so many new video ideas and it's cool to feel inspired again because I haven't, this whole past year I didn't really feel that and I just, what the hell? Let me get it. I literally put everything on do not disturb and I still get this. Um, but it's cool to like kind of have a a focus and a vision for my channel and like doing these podcasts has been really just fun for me and it's cool to have like a purpose again I guess and to be learning like to be interested in things and want to learn more about them rather than like um I don't know like I'm not like I kind of said everything I wanted to say about veganism I'm not that's not really my thing anymore what what but now it's like, oh, I do, like, yeah, and th- yeah, I do other interests almost, or like, I do have other passions that are like outside of myself, shit that I care about and shit that I want to change about this world, and it's kind of cool to be able to almost step it up, like step away from my old identity, I guess, like, I don't know, just step it up, because it, it was definitely hard these past couple of years when I wasn't, like, all vegan influencer anymore, and people still kind of expected me to be, so I was like, well, I don't really want to talk about that, because it's not really, like, me anymore, but then, like, what do you want from me, um, so yeah, I've just been trying to post more about the stuff that I'm really interested in, and again, it gives me, like, this this drive to learn more, to read more books, to like keep myself up to date on shit because it's like, I want to share this and I want to use my platform to inspire other people to educate themselves and to learn about these things that maybe are a little taboo or shameful or just fucked up in our society, you know? Um, So I just also wanted to really say thank you to everyone that's been taking part in these discussions that I've kind of been trying to start on Instagram and on Twitter, like on stories and stuff, because it really means a lot. And I have really been loving it, like just putting myself out there more and sharing my thoughts and ideas. And I just feel, I don't know, it's like I don't feel scared as scared of that anymore. So yeah, I feel like it's going to be a good ass year, you guys. So thank you for listening. So I'm sorry, I feel like I wanted to talk about more stuff, but I just honestly didn't I've just been grind mode, grind mode. 
So leave me a comment with any of your thoughts on any of this. Um, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all of that. And let me know what you want me to talk about next week or just in general more on this podcast. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.